Welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Coach's Corner. As always, it is Peter Sachik, your career development and training manager. Today's episode focuses on music, specifically how music can impact productivity. There's a lot of research, there's a lot of thoughts out there by employees and researchers alike, and today we're going to dive in and learn more about how music can potentially improve our productivity. It's a really good listen. I hope you all enjoy, so let's dive into it. Whether you're working from home or working in the office, there are more distractions than ever. Whether it's a pinging cell phone, a barking dog, a crying baby, or a nagging spouse. Don't let my wife hear that I said that. There are more distractions present in our work environment than ever before. If you work in an open office environment, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's no walls to distract you. At UHY, we do have some walls built up, but occasionally people will stop by your desk and ask you questions, which may interrupt your workflow. So to alleviate some of those distractions so we can focus on our work, many of us will throw on a pair of headphones and turn to music to help us ignore that noise of everyday distractions. But we start to wonder, or even I started to wonder as I was preparing for this episode, is there a connection between the music or the types of music we listen to and productivity? Well, there has been significant research done in this area, and in fact, a recent 2018 research study by Account Temps, which is a staffing firm, shows that employees feel, keyword is feel there, we'll get more into the hard data later, that they are more productive at the office when they listen to music. And 85% of respondents who can listen to music enjoy it. It's one of those added benefits of the workplace if you can listen to music, just a, a perk, if you will. If you dive deeper into those numbers, the study found that 18 to 34-year-olds, so kind of that millennial Gen Z generation, appreciate it the most at about 95%. 35 to 54-year-olds, so the tail end of the millennials, maybe the Gen X or Gen Y, they appreciate it the second most at 84%. And if you're 55 or older, they appreciate it the third most at 66%, so more of that generation X potentially into some of the baby boomers that are still in the workforce. And more than 7 in 10 professionals say that they are at least somewhat more productive when they play music at the office. Now, it's not just all types of music. There were a couple this study called out specifically. Country, rock, and pop songs provide the biggest boost. Now, if you're fans of either one of those genres, you know that they're really uplifting, catchy, they're played on the radio most often, so you hear them most frequently. The words almost get caught in your brain. Fun fact, if you want to learn the term earworm, go ahead and look it up. It's that song that just gets stuck in your head and you just can't get it out. And we'll get more into the research in a minute, but the songs that we know so well can often recite the words without looking at lyrics. Those provide the biggest boost because we're not really focusing on it. It's just there to kind of help us block out the distractions. So that's one end of it. How do employees feel about music and the impact on productivity? What does the research say? Well, again, researchers have been studying this effect of music on our brains for decades. And some of the findings include that not every kind of music is good for your productivity. For example, one researcher found that simple musical structures without lyrics might work best. So think of classical music. That would help you increase your productivity. 
Another study found that ambient noise listened to at a medium volume can benefit creative work. So this is like your white noise or those creeks with running water. Oftentimes those make me want to go to the bathroom, but that's kind of what they're getting at. The ideal tempo is about 120 beats per minute. So maybe not the running water. Maybe it's just the, the raindrops falling. Maybe just that ambient noise just kind of blocking things out. Other types that may benefit productivity are video game soundtracks. I'm a big Halo player, so I often will throw on the Halo soundtracks when I'm building a training or writing a script just to help myself get in the zone and just block out some of those things. Nature sounds, we talked about it, you know, the running water, the thunder and lightning, birds chirping, classical music, or non-lyrical electronic music. So I was a big, and still am, a Dead Mouse fan, so it's kind of upbeat. It will hit that 120 beats per minute and often go over it. But if there's no lyrics, you kind of get into a groove, you get that beat going, and you can start to get really productive. Music research also found that it can be attached to different types of work. Humans, for example, find it difficult to carry out repetitive tasks for longer periods of time. A repetitive task might be if you're in our admin support team, stuffing envelopes with invoices or K1s, whatever it might be. Those breaks in concentration and it's hard to keep motivation when you're just stuffing envelopes all day because it's just so repetitive. Listening to some sort of upbeat music, perhaps it's one of those country, pop, or rock songs that you like so much, it can increase resilience, alertness, and motivation, especially if it's one of those songs that we know and love on our playlist. For tasks that require ultimate focus, so I alluded to writing a script, preparing a training, working in our learning management system, UHY University, for you, it might be preparing a tax return, auditing a client's financial records for inaccuracies, whatever it might be. Ambient noise and nature sounds provide a sense of calm and relaxation. And it's proven to significantly increase cre your creativity, your productivity, and your mood. When I think of examples and I'm trying to write a script or trying to write a creative training, I can't listen to anything lyrical because I'm trying to write things that I'm going to later speak so that it makes it easier for you, the learner, to understand. So if I'm listening to sports talk radio or a song that has a lot of lyrics in it that I know well or I'm trying to listen to it for the first time, that really breaks my concentration. It doesn't help me figure out what I'm really trying to say. So that's often music I'll avoid and opt for something like the Halo soundtrack or I'll opt for... Uh, a lo-fi electronic song where it's just kind of in the background, keeping my brain engaged, keeping my brain focused. Now you've listened thus far, we're about seven minutes in, you're like, okay, so now I know how employees feel. I know what the research shows. I want to build myself my own work playlist. Where should I start? Well, I'll link to plenty of resources at the end of this, but here's what one of the resources I'll link to shows. When you're building your playlist, you want to start off slow, and it links to this principle in counseling or psychology that's called the ISO principle, which is you want to match the music to how you're feeling that day. If you're feeling down or unhappy, find something peaceful and something that calms you. If you're feeling energized, find something energized. So if we think of we're unhappy or we're not feeling the best, you might listen to Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles or Ooh Child by the Five Stair Steps. I would play these songs for you, but we'll probably get a copyright infringement, so I want to avoid that, but you can seek them out on your own. If you're feeling excited or energized, 
You might throw on Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden, one of my favorite songs, just to get you upbeat and ready for the day. That also might feed into transitioning to a power song. Your, your ISO song might be your power song. And a power song is a faster song that results in increased performance. This motivates you to be more productive. And this is, again, right around that 120 beats per minute mark. Some examples that resource calls out is Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen or I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. A really good song, really catchy song for if you haven't heard it by now, that is. When you're also creating your playlist, rethink your lyrics. Rethink songs that have lyrics in them. As I mentioned, those don't do the best when you're really trying to focus and hone in on a particular activity. The bulk of your playlist should include songs with, as this article says, innocuous or subtly performed lyrics. One of my favorite playlists that exists out there is Lo-Fi Beats on Spotify. It's L-O-F-I. If you search for that, it's one of the ones I listen to all the time. I know so many of the songs, but when they come on, it's just that, again, 120 beats just kind of going in the background really helps keep me engaged with whatever I might be working on. And then the final thing to keep in mind as you're building your playlist is to be flexible with yourself, with your playlist, with the types of music, with the types of genres you listen to. As your playlist grows, arrange those tracks in a way that makes sense for the way that you work. If in the morning you're working on something that is, again, kind of that repetitive, monotonous thing, get those songs that are kind of uplifting, energizing. And then if your creative stuff is more later in the day, look for those lo-fi songs that just kind of have that beat in the background. If it's flipped, flip those around. Play it in the way that makes sense for you. Listen to new music. Try out new things. If you listen to it on your off hours, you can plug it into your playlist for your on hours, and then you're like, okay, this is cool. I'll put this in for when I'm trying to be creative. So there's a lot of ways you can customize your playlist. Again, I'll link to a lot of the resources in the episode's description. And in fact, a lot of those resources have specific playlists that you can link to and start building out. You can look for YouTube resources, but there's a limitless amount of resources and playlists and videos you can find on music for being productive or music for kind of that repetitive task that you need to complete. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Coach's Corner. We hope you learned more about how music could impact your productivity and gave you some tips on how to build that perfect work playlist. We'll see you next time on The Coach's Corner.